Uh, Jimmy Eat World. I literally just, just said that. <laughs> said that. And, and the answer is still no, shockingly. It didn't. No, still no. So if I ever wondered if Marty listens to me on the podcast, I now know. How about brand new? I did. I do. Just kidding. Uh, I do have brand new radio. Yeah, I do have brand new. On really? There. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have brand new on there? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Freelance Dance, a weekly conversation between three experienced freelancers who are navigating the ups and downs and the ins and outs of the freelance dance. My name is Jake Knight, joined by my co-hosts, Marty Theory and Brandon Watts. Welcome to the Freelance Dance. So do you guys have Sirius XM in your cars? No. Had it for the three months and didn't renew it. Yeah. Oh. I've probably had Sirius XM for six or seven years. So, so you pay for multiple streaming, like a separate streaming service. Okay. Why? There's a reason. I want to know the reason. Um, because radio is awful. First of all. Right. Right. But Sirius XM is, is radio i don't have to think about it i just put radio on xmu done okay xmu or or um channel 34 which is what is it called but it's basically the reliving in your 90s 90s or something like that all right yeah grunge i forget what the station's called but that you put that on melissa and i are loving it like we are like oh remember that song i'm like man i feel like my parents (laughs) so so (laughs) Right. Like I actually just heard it uh, on classic radio. I heard like a nineties uh, grunge yeah. song and I was like, wait, wait, this is so good. Oh no, it's happening. I do. Um, it's I happening. do miss having, I miss having that subscription because I feel the same way about radio that I feel about TV. You know, like the younger generation, they love to pick things on demand and all that. I love brainlessly having it come to me. <laughs> I like plugging my yes. head into the Borg no. and just letting it that is... give me everything. And that's what I love about radio. And that's why I still like normal radio, even with all the ads, because you don't think about it. Um, I don't have to build a playlist and hit shuffle. It's just, okay, I want 90s done. Or I want 90s alternative done, you know? And yeah, that's why I love TV too. I, I Sometimes you just don't want to make a decision, but you know a category. Just like with a channel on a TV, you know what kind of content you're going to get. I will say because I don't listen to any other station besides those two in in sports talk, um, I don't know popular music anymore. Oof, like you don't want ten to. years ago, fifteen years ago, you're I probably, good. Yeah, you're good. You don't need to. Now I have no idea who's popular. I mean, I you know to me, right now who's probably the most popular people out there? Ariana Grande, maybe I don't know. The weekend, and that's because yeah. they were on. Super Bowl or something or SNL or, you know, <laughs> but otherwise it's like, isn't that uh, funny know. though, that like at some point in our lives, we, we went from the space of actually caring about who the cool new artists were. I think in, in my, I always loved having cutting edge music. I always liked that because like I've said, I'm early adopter of lots of things, but in my previous job, having music that no one else has heard, kids get bored when they've heard the same song over and over. So to keep their interest, I'd always find unique music that was they'd never heard before and then a couple months later be on the radio and that was fun i'm in the same boat i do not listen to to well i think there's a difference i think first of all what i meant to say was pop music 
So I'm not, I don't know the latest pop music. Like that's like if somebody, if a song comes on and everybody starts dancing and you know, or whatever, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is the best song ever. I'm like, I have no idea what song that is. Now, on the other hand, I will know new artists, especially in indie rock or, um, just from Spotify discovery or as a uh, serious XMU. I mean, I listen to new stuff all the time. Okay. From that perspective. Then yeah. let me ask you this. At what scenario are you with a group of people and song comes on and everybody starts dancing? Cause that's what you said. That was like your cue. So I'm just kind of curious under <laughs> what, like what space are you in? Is this like, well, we're, a- we're at the club. <laughs> we're at the, you know, <laughs> Uh, oh, we hearkened to the old times. We actually did stuff. Um, no, okay, I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, we have our genres that we're into, or yeah. or stuff. But you've got to have old standbys, right? You've got to have old, of, co- of course. Okay. Well, I, um, I still, even though I don't love all of it, I like pop culture. I like knowing what's going on. It, it, it's connected with the reason I like to know what's going on in the news. It's it's similar with culture. So even though I don't understand it with young people, really, or younger people. Um, I'll watch MTV video music awards, billboard music awards. I watch all that stuff and I've only heard of probably, you know, 25% of it maybe because a lot of it's in genres. I don't pay attention to anyways, you know, like rap and country Brandy. and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that's, has a, I know your wife. So do you think it has a lot to do with your wife too? Because I know she definitely is like, she's a huge fan of, of, of pop culture as well. Yeah, we and both I mean, are. You know. It's you know, yeah, okay. we, we, we watch it, make fun of it, you know, if we don't like some things. But yeah, I'm actually pretty clued in with all that stuff. Doesn't mean I like it, but I always I split my time between trying to keep up with what's actually popular and then going to what I actually know I like. So I think we all do some level of that. I want to be more like Marty, though, where I want to find new music that I like, not just new music that's popular. And I'm not really yes. good at that. That is something I need to get better at. And I need to dive a div. Need to do a deep dive into a Spotify playlist. Yeah. My Spotify knows me well. Yeah. And that was the biggest reason why I couldn't stick with Apple music because Apple music. Yeah. It was, it was really hard to stick with Apple music because I was, I was used to like, man, Spotify knows that I'm going to like that song and they play it. They're like, Hey, you like these guys, you should listen to this too. But Apple will do the same thing. They're like, yeah, you listen to these guys. You should also listen to this, but it's like, it's garbage. Like Spotify knows that, no, this is where, this is the super spot on genre and yeah, something you probably haven't heard before. Whereas Apple's like, Hey, this is popular and cool. And you listen to this. So you should listen to this, you know? So it's like, I, I feel like the biggest difference between Spotify and Apple, and I could be a hundred percent wrong. I feel like Apple uses the algorithm of you're like other people that listen to this song. So we're just going to lump you in. Whereas Spotify is a much more nuanced, like you do listen to that song, but you know what? We have a, we have a meter rating that says, you know what? You have all these other songs that aren't like that one. So we're not going to give you more of this one necessarily because it's a fringe, it's a fringe song. Well, and then there, there's your, there's your argument for doing one thing. Well, right. Spotify, they have, they're one company. They do music. Well, I'm podcast now, but, you know, Apple all over the map and they have a department that does that. But whereas Spotify, that's all Spotify does. This is we've we've mastered this algorithm or we've mastered this, uh, these data points. And we understand where what people like, at least for me, I mean, other people could, you know, but anyone who's who listens to Spotify that I know loves Spotify. I 
Yeah. Their daily the drive best. for me is pretty impressive yeah. to pick those genres. So here, here's my little, my little tip for anybody that wants to know like what they should or shouldn't listen to, like from a, just a judge a book by its cover. Ready? If there's face tattoos, probably avoid it. <laughs> just as a, just as the a thought. The more you I don't know. know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's the, what's the guy with face tattoos is pretty popular. Oh, uh, Post Malone. Post Malone. Right? Post Malone. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. No, I will say that his song from that from the Spider-Man cartoon movie, whatever that was called, what was that called? I don't uh, know. Into the Spider-Verse. Um, that was a, I thought that was a great song. Post Malone's and and I had I per, I barely heard of Post Malone before that, but when that when that song came on and you know, you hear him you actually dancing to it or or listening to it in the in the movie, I was like to me that was a good song. And that's the thing, like if it's a good song, even if it's popular, if it's a good song, it's a good song. I'll give anybody credit that that. So you're saying is like I shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Well, even though he has face tattoos, <laughs> just, he can still write good songs. Do you know the I'm real Post saying. Malone though? Do you know? Do you know what's in his heart? You know what's on his face, but <laughs> Posty, oh, what's, what's Posty thinking? So what's I will Posty tell you. Thinking? I will tell you. I can come at this from a different angle because, and getting into probably our topic. Uh, I just signed up for Apple Music, even though it's been out forever. I I just never use that three month free trial they give you. But I did because of the spatial audio release, which we'll get to. But anyways, Uh my first run of Apple Music was extremely underwhelming. I I Uh see nothing there that's good. The playlists are terrible. It's not categorized well. The radio's discovery is horrible. No, the whole that it's like if I knew exactly what I wanted to play a song by itself, then sure, it, it's utility at that point. You just search and play. But Spotify, it's the algorithm and curation, the options, the user made playlists, like all that stuff is so good. Apple Music seems like there's just nothing going on there. So, yeah, not impressed. It just made me love Spotify even more. But it's what well, it does have Spotify is spatial oh, yeah. audio. OK, it does have <laughs> spatial audio. Well, that was the thing, too, is like I was um, there was a bunch of features of, of that Spotify had like the mu- music creation or, for instance, you're listening to a playlist or you're listening to an album. You go through that whole album and then on Apple Music, the mu- it'll just stop. Not and anymore. Now, right. Not yeah. anymore. But that to me was like one of, that was a crucial. It was like keep playing music and play music in the same area that this album is. Did and you guys so, listen to Pandora? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, wasn't that their claim to fame is that they just always played another song. Yeah. That was like, like, this is not a new, wasn't that the one where you could just type in an artist and they would just play whatever you wanted. Yeah. I should log into my old account and see if it's still active. It used to be great. I mean, it used to be great to just pick one artist and know you were going to have music until you turn the device off. I mean, that is nice. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think about it, which goes back to that, philosophy i have which is i don't always want to make a decision but i want something making a good decision for me you know like that's the case with music and entertainment usually the suggestions are pretty good but spatial audio we got to talk about that marty i guess you haven't well, heard it yet but no I, I haven't i haven't heard heard it yet i'm not 100 percent sure if it matters to me as much but um i know i do have a little bit of fomo because of it so, and it's like, here's the thing I was paying for, I paid, I paid for Apple music and the whole thing for like six months. 
and you know, the Apple one subscription and was like, all right, I'm tired of it. They don't have <laughs> the features that I want. And I close it. And then literally two or three weeks later, they came out with all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, well, what happened? I, so, I could be wrong, but I, I think spatial audio is mainly a marketing gimmick thing. The name, like it's really just Dolby Atmos files and music. Am I right on that, Jake? Do you know anything about that? Yeah. It's where they can separate every single instrument. They record all of the instruments yeah. separately. And then instead of compressing them into one, they're all available to be volumes yeah. at different levels. Yeah. So you can, you can now, go, quick. you can go to Best Buy and buy Dolby Atmos stereo equipment. Like this is not new technology, okay. but I think it's on a streaming service. And I think Apple is using some like on the chips and their AirPods Pro and stuff to make it more optimized. So they are doing something, I think. But it's not like this is so, brand new. No one's ever heard Dolby Atmos before. This has been around. So I have a Sonos surround sound system. Subwoofer, two speakers and the and the center in the front. Am I going to notice a difference if I play the music on spatial audio through that? Yeah. Or you is it going to be pretty same? You probably have to check yeah. to see if it's Dolby Atmos compatible. Yeah. I think it's better oh, I'm everywhere. Sure, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's compatible, but I'm curious. How about you listen to it and let us know? Yeah. yeah, people are buying home theater equipment that supports it. But I will say we listened to it because I was showing my wife how it sounded in the car yesterday. And it sounded better than normal audio, but it's all about the headphones. That gives you the full isolated 360 yeah. experience. In a car, it sounds like that's happening, but it's not nearly as good with as with headphones. So, yeah, if you're just playing music in your house, I'm not sure how much you're going to notice it because you've had surround sound for a long time. But with headphones, splitting up beyond two channels of, of music makes a difference. And the right. the AI and the the algorithms that are going on in the AirPods Pro to process, you know, putting instruments in different 3D space. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Because it's probably going to sound better than my regular Sony's, like the uh, these MX yeah. 1000s or whatever. And then versus the AirPods Pro, because I know the AirPods Pro, even even the sound cancellation is better, side, in my opinion. Sidebar, side uh, sound cancellation. The other night I was having a hard time sleeping. It was like 3 a.m. And we had like some, we had the fan and the, the air conditioning unit going on and it was kept waking me up because it turns on and off. And I was kind of getting frustrated and I thought, you know, my Apple noise canceling headphones are over here. So I took them out, plugged them in, turned the noise canceling headphone on. Beautiful. Silence. I couldn't hear the thing turning on and off. I mean, granted, someone could break into our house and steal everything we own and murder us, but I would have slept just fine. I'm not going to see that in the ad. Were were you able, were you able to sleep with those in your ear? Um, better than not sleeping because of the noise. It wasn't ideal. I I wouldn't, you Mm. know, it's on your, you know, turn to my side or anything, but it was, I've never thought about using noise canceling headphones because they've all been over the ear. So these in the ear ones, it was a man. If I wake up, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm wrecked. It's like, I, that is, I will be up for the next three or four hours. And then that ruins my whole day. Yep. It takes me forever to go back to sleep. Ugh. Well, there, there's my little, um, my little tip for you. Great. Keep those next to your, uh, but little, was it, was, were you playing anything or no, like, no, no. my mind will just, my mind will just start like going through, Hey, it was unbelievable you need to work on this thing and oh, you need no. to fix that thing in your life. And Oh, remember this thing that happened 13 years ago? Oh, <laughs> you thought you got over it. Thank you. Nighttime brain. Um, oh, no, I tell you, it, that is such a yeah, terrible thing. Oh, we all can relate. 
Um, anyway, back to Dolby <laughs> Atmos. That was, that's wonderful. That, that sound, I, I listened to it too. And I, like I said, you know, pre-show, I did the side by side with Spotify and not like a, a Apple and Spotify. And if you, if with, you really with your love headphones me, on. yes, with the headphones on. Yeah. If you, uh-huh. if you love music, it's, it's a marked difference. If you just, if, if you like music or you enjoy it in the background, you're probably not going to care either way. So I would say if you really love music, it's worth the huh. investment into that. But is it really? All right. I'll call, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I'll have to sign up for it again. Don't tell my wife. S- sign up under her account. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Three free months to hers. Yeah. Oh, there's that. It's worth a um, shot. It's going to come to Spotify another, eventually. I'll add my third streaming that I know of. <laughs> um, I did pull up Pandora, by the for way. Music. I did log into my old account and I haven't used it in quite some time. Can I share with you some stations? Oh, mm-hmm. please. And tell me if you, if you recognize any of these Death artists. Cat for Cutie. Bingo. That's one of them. Oh, of course. Just Wait, let's, let's, let's me and Brandon. Okay. We'll try to call, right. we'll try to call out some stations that okay. you created. Okay. Go Go ahead, Brandon. What, what era are we talking? First of all, give us, give us set the scene, Jake. Are, were we talking like eight yeah, years Pandora. ago? Mid, 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 uh, two thousands or early two thousands. Okay, okay. I got my first, yep. first draft pick. Go Jimmy Eat world. Oh, um, Wow, this is a long list if you have to look through that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have Jimmy Eat World. No mm-hmm. Jimmy Eat World. Oh, wow. So, uh, hold on. I can see do, that, Do though. we know how many, do we, how many are in the list? Uh, there's, what, there's six? Uh, 44. <laughs> 44. Oh, wow. Okay, so we'll, we'll probably get a couple of them, right? We'll get a couple of them, I'm yeah. gonna call. I'm going to call Weezer. Done. Definitely. definitely on there. Weezer Radio, yep. Definitely. Um, Ozma. If I'm we're gonna, going Ozma to easy ones, yep. of course. Yep. Of okay. Course. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Eat World. I he literally just, just said that. Said that. And, and the answer is still no. Shockingly. It didn't. No. Still no. So if I ever wondered if Marty listens to me on the podcast, I now know. How about brand new? I did. I do. Just kidding. Uh, I do have brand new radio. Yeah. I do have brand new. On really? There. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have brand new on there? <laughs> <laughs> Our brand new. Um, all right. Let me just share. Let me share a couple more. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So um, Arcade Fire. Yeah. Okay. Um, Metric Radio. Mm. Um, Fountains of Wayne. Ben Queller. Kings of Leon. Band of Horses. Bon Iver. Broken Bells. Uh, Phoenix Radio. So if you have Broken Bells, it means you have Shins. Means I have the Shins radio. That's correct. Uh, Guster. So here's those are some of my like my Guster. bands. Wow. Oh yeah, that's way back. What about what about Tonic? <laughs> uh, Negatron. Oh, okay. I do have Django Reinhardt radio, which is like a in a 1920s jazz guitarist. If you're into guitar, oh, okay. He's got some really cool 1920s jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a PG PG comedy was one of my stations. It was comedy that was safe to listen to. Uh, <laughs> hipster barbecue radio, whatever that was. But that's that sounds station. great, actually. <laughs> it does. Uh, did you guys ever listen to Aqueduct? Yes. Aqueduct. A- no. Aqueduct. Okay. Oh, yeah. maybe that's what I'm thinking of, too. Okay. 
anyway. Yeah, that's about it. Then there's some there's some outliers that were like stations Interpol? created. I do love Interpol, but no, they weren't on there. Oh. Um, then you had the stations when you were at parties or with family. They're like, play some Led Zeppelin radio. It's like, well, this is going to ruin my algorithm, but fine. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, cool. Pandora. I, I miss Pandora, but I love the AI of um, Spotify. I love how Spotify's algorithm. And I agree, Apple's just not there. Is it because you didn't know it was coming next in Pandora? It's because, yes, and what came next was like, ooh, I like that. I was like, who is that band? Let me favorite that song. I probably favorited more songs in Pandora than I ever have in Spotify. And I don't know if that's because I knew that that would shape my listening experience. As opposed to just remembering it for later, which is kind of how I view it in Spotify. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Anything else from that Apple event that was like mind bottling? Uh, All the cloud, the cloud plus and Safari. Uh, privacy things. Um, I just briefly viewed that. I'm curious to hear your feedback on that, Jake, about how you feel about how uh, Apple is going to cancel locking you, locking it down, locking it up. So it's insane from a marketing perspective because they just had the big push with like the privacy, like against Facebook, essentially the war against Facebook and privacy. And Apple said, like this altruistic. We are for privacy and protecting our users' data. It's all we care about. I don't believe it, that that's all they care about. They're setting up an ecosystem in which they control the narrative, right? I mean, they're setting up so an you ecosystem. Think there's something, something else. There's another thing, another driver. What, I mean, what? What is, how could they benefit? How could they benefit from everything being on the, you know, like even Siri, like even Siri not coming out, going out into the into uh, space to get to get I, it goes you know, back questions or responses or whatever. So it goes to their product offering of whatever eventual AR that they do. That's going to be very, very expensive. And you're going to want to buy it because your data is going to stay on that device. You're not talking about how important that is now. They're touting all this privacy and booting everybody else out. It's because they want to sell this massive product later. So I, I just like, else? yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's my, that's my spicy take on it. That, that is, this is a product oh, so you think that driven decision. That it's, it's, it's setting it up. It's setting them up to separate their, their stuff from Google, Facebook, all these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to buy a Google AR headset, if I, if it's going to be sharing all my data and everything I look at is going to be translated back to Google server and then serve me ads. Cause that's where this is at. Like all the stuff they demoed at that with like the OCR for text on walls and like the, even the health stuff, like monitoring family's health, they could not have released that six months ago without this whole privacy thing happening. There's no way I would have been even okay with that conversation. Even, I mean, the, the other thing too, FaceTime on the web browser. Did anybody see that coming? No, no, that's crazy. It's good. Being able to send a link and say, Hey, here, join me. And you have to have a FaceTime account. Like, it's not like, I'm pretty sure you don't, you can't just create a FaceTime meeting and then anyone can join. You have to have, you have to be on a Mac or you have to be on a, a, a Apple device 
to create that link. Is that is that accurate? I think that's. I thought they I said it was. I don't know. I could. Well, you can join on a on a on a browser, but you can't. You can't just. Nobody can just go in and say, "Hey, I want to create a FaceTime meeting." Yeah, I think that's uh, right. Probably. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I was into all the things you guys mentioned. Just a c- couple of things stand out for me. Um, the new maps look really good. The 3D stuff is crazy. Um, some of the detail in the buildings and like even picking up the amount of trees in an area. I mean, I don't know how well that's going to work, but and it's probably only going to be in big cities to start. But this gets us to where we're going with that AR stuff. I think the map, the mapping has to be perfect for that. And it looks like it's it's becoming something that's going to make it easy to navigate using AR. So that's cool. I'm really into this focus thing, too. Where across That's your really devices, yeah, mobile, Mac OS, you can say I'm working, I'm, you know, whatever it says, gaming, driving, you know, there's all sorts of different contexts. And then it only lets in the things that you allow to notify you and and so forth. So that's good as someone who struggles focusing um, because of being overwhelmed with all sorts of incoming. Yeah, I, I hope I can use that effectively. Uh, the other thing that I really liked and I don't even know if I'm going to use it much. I just like the demo was this universal control thing. Um, pretty awesome to just use one keyboard and mouse across multiple devices easily and share files and drag and drop across three devices. It's a cool demo to check out. Um, don't know how much I'll use it, but I was impressed by what I saw. Um, but yeah, and I, I, I did listen to some analysis. I listened to some podcasts after this. I always do that because I just do that, but I like to hear what some of the people I respect say about these keynotes and general consensus of this one was, yeah, good stuff. But, you know, I'm not I'm not really jumping out of my seat on this one. That's about the way I felt, too, until we see that AR device, which supposedly we will know more about at the end of this year. That is what I'm excited about seeing. But this is all very OCR and images. I mean, that's a great feature, but let's it's not the 90s anymore. You know what I mean? Well, the note, yeah, that notes app, the the new notes app looks awesome. And just the quick notes. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure some of those features are on Google devices. I don't know because I I never had one, but, um, you know, being able to do some of that stuff. I mean, yeah, some of that stuff is probably late to the party, but, uh, I think that's going to be, I don't know. Uh, I'm always looking for a, a, a good notes app and, yeah, you know, you I'm are. on craft. I'm on craft right now. Craft just released, by the way, craft just released an amazing update, uh, daily notes, which I've been using, um, where you can create a note for the day and do, you know, it, it, it helps with daily journaling and just being able to keep track of stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, the, the notes to me is a huge feature that new, that new notes app looks interesting. I can't wait to use it. Here's here's my big thing, though. I mean, context We're for us to be going on about context sensitive notes. I like that part of the keynote, too. Yeah. But it's like, you know how basic that really is. You swipe up and there's notes and it knows what you're looking at and it makes a note on it. Like this is not shocking stuff. And we're so spoiled. And I, I hate to be this way, but I watch this keynote. and I'm just like, I, I need my next device. Like I I. I don't need a better notes app. Like I'm, I'm just kind of bored with all this stuff. I want something <laughs> guys, that's going to be a game guys, changer. Like I need guys. something new. Jake. You want the, You want the new, the new device. Yeah. I want the, the new device. Be glasses. 
Is it going to be glasses or it could be like it's a, a, a headset? I think it's it's a, a headset. headset to start with. Yeah. Glasses in 2025, they say contact lenses 2030. So, so here's, here's the thing. <laughs> There's the roadmap. Apple's it's been leaked. Apple's got to get the tech to that supports whatever device is coming on the future out now. You're right. You're right. So they're, they're putting it all in these little silos of like, oh, here's a cool notes thing. So like with your camera, your camera now can identify pretty much any object it points to. Yep. Right. No, if dead on. Right. So if you don't have that feature, your wearable is pointless. If it can't identify every single thing, oh, there's a Doberman Pinscher running at you at full speed. You need to, you know, that's a dangerous dog. If your device doesn't do that and it's AR all surrounding, I just, they're really being calculated with, with the way they're implementing this. I, I do see this as a game changer, but they are trying right. to get excited about hype about features of a potential product. But right now they're talking about like, they're these standalone amazingness. So you're right. Notes, yes. boring glasses. Cool. You, so am I, am I looking through this device and seeing a live feed? Yes. And seeing live. So the, um, the latency on that better be ridiculous. And you know, what's like, going to be, I better, I better, I better, it better be. Did you know how uh, much they talked right about FaceTime in real time, watching content yeah. in real, they said real time so many times. If you go back to the keynote, I guarantee you when they talk about the sharing that experience, that it's in real time, that there's no delay to your point, Marty, that's exactly why. That's important. Super important. Super important. There's, you're right. I mean, when we were watching this, we watched it together for a bit and there it's all laying the groundwork. I mean, the, the part about now where you stare at someone and you you can isolate their voice. That's a key part of VR too, or AR, because in spatial audio, I mean, we talked about the Robert Scoble post. He was saying that it starts with audio and it does because when you're walking around, you, you know, if you look at someone, you hear them over here mm -hmm. and FaceTime. When you look at them, yeah. it comes from that direction. All of these things need to be a part of the headset. And the thing I we forgot to mention, which is probably the most obvious thing, I can't remember what it's called, but it's that feature where you can basically take a couple of 2D shots of an image and it basically oh. makes an incredible 3D model. Oh, right, right. So that means you I and I, saw that. like all of us could just with a couple of quick snaps, we could have full 3D objects, which makes it accessible to everyone. So or ourselves, our 3D selves. That's right. In the computer. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to beam I'm in 3D self. Um, <laughs> so just for the record, because we've talked about AR and VR, and for many folks that those are two acronyms that might sound like they're the same. But mm -hmm. AR is defined as augmented reality. So it's reality with an intermix of some virtual things, but real things. Whereas VR is just simply 100% virtual reality. Like think your Oculus Rift where you're like in a game, none, none of that's real, right? Yeah, both are cool. Am I right on those two things? Yeah, both are yeah. cool, but just and, so and Apple's here's the doing thing. the a AR thing. I, okay, yeah. Well, I, supposedly they're doing both, and I don't know what that's going to look like. If it's a device that you can see through with the overlays, and then it can also be a display for VR. I don't know, but that's what people are talking okay. about. But um, I don't know what I'm going to use this device for. I, I really don't. I don't even know. I just, I want something new. I'm yeah. tired. I'm tired of the industry has gotten stagnant. I'm just, we've talked about this, but you just can't get excited about apps. You, I mean, you, we need something new. Here's the thing. If you're going to use it for work or to replace, I mean, I mean, replace my computer. Come on. I don't know if I need you to replace my phone. 
but maybe replace my computer, replace the keyboard, mouse, all of that. And I'm Tony Stark and I'm building my Iron Man suit on in AR. You know, that to me, you know, you're actually, you know, you have now you have that 3D space where you can actually work on stuff that, you know, oh, could you imagine just even, you know, as a designer, you know, prototyping stuff for AR? Yes. I mean, that's going to be you're going to you can't use anything else but AR to, to do that. I mean, you've seen those um, artists. I've seen some of those videos in YouTube that you, you see these artists like painting uh, in VR and they're painting in real time. I mean, to me, you know, we're going to, we're going to be there when I can actually create my little apps, but it's my apps are going to be in the AR space. And okay, this is, you know, you, now you're dealing with dimensions <laughs> and you're I, dealing, you, uh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Imagine this. So imagine, imagine it, is a, it is a wearable. Imagine going to your, your favorite museum. And now as you're walking through and you're looking at exhibits, you could choose to pinch and expand that exhibit and look a little bit closer because you know there's fences and there's gates and you can't get too close. Or what makes that exhibit or all the details you want some, you want a video yeah. of somebody talking about the specific thing that comes through as you're looking, you're like, you know, swipe that. Out. I don't want to see that. Um, and if, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about the potential for that. This just seems, it seems yeah, very, it could be nuts. It, it could be nuts. nuts. It's going to be a while for us mainstream, but I think it's, I think the idea is cool. Yeah. But I, here's the thing. If I don't have to sit down at my computer again, I can work standing up in the middle of my living room and I'm in my office now. Like if I just literally ticket it and made it, made it, that's my office and I can work and do stuff in that area and that scope, even if it's still coding or even if it's still, uh, you know, whatever I got to get, get done tasks, or, or, productivity, whatever, all in AR, that's going to be dope. What if you <laughs> could take a work call at the beach and you slid the headset on and the other person, oh. the other person was looking at you like you're sitting in your office. Yeah. With your, all this stuff's going to happen. AR all this stuff's all that remote, remote work. I, I, we talked about the previous episode, the two things that are given as the examples are like, if you're watching football and because cameras are so sophisticated with 3d, they can actually generate these models real time. So you could have like the quarterback on the field, but the cameras have a real time 3d view of him in your living room, running the play. Like this is the example that I keep hearing that. And also a band, your favorite band. Can you imagine them playing in your living room? And not VR where you're watching a concert like on YouTube, but their individual selves with the instruments, only those things you see. And then you can go stand near them and walk around. And with spatial audio, if you stand near the symbols, the symbols are louder. Like that, that's what we're talking about it. with this. Experience a live event in your living room and feel like you're actually there. And you that's think, what. So they're, they're going to need some pretty, pretty decent camera stuff that probably and look at all the investment that they've been making in their cameras they're protruding out of the back of the device i mean come on it's gonna be <laughs> that's crazy. an intense level for camera <laughs> eight lenses all right you know it doesn't have eight camera lenses what what i'm about to show you what you is that can't see this i'm holding a beautiful motorola power g 2021 <laughs> phone it's my very first android phone i will say i didn't even realize motorola still made phones truth be told i didn't either until i saw this so um no for my new my job that i'm working at 
they've been using a Google voice number and, Mm -hmm. and that's ideal when you have like one person, but if you have like several people making sales calls and using the same phone number, your customer experience begins to fragment real fast. So I went with the old uh, approach of let's not do a software approach and get these, you know, VoIP numbers. Let's go with an actual physical device. It's Google Fi. So this is a uh, Google Fi is the phone service. You guys heard of that? Nope. Nope. Really? We are Apple boys. Come twist. On. No, I have no idea. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. What so Google it's, it's, it's Google's phone service. Um, really? Yep. And I mean, you think of it from that, their standpoint, that, terrifi- that terrifies me. Exactly <laughs> right. That's what I was saying. From their standpoint, this is an amazing thing. They now control the data from the beginning to the end. Right. They got you with your Wi-Fi. They got Wi-Fi devices. Now they got your phone network. Yep. You know, um, no big deal. No big deal. But they're real focused on privacy. So just trust. Of course them. they are. You can trust <laughs> Google. <laughs> Um, no, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy though. Do you know who's been really silent in the whole privacy thing? It's been Google, Facebook and Apple have been back and forth and Google's oh, they like, can't talk eh, about. No. yeah, we're good. We're good over here in our little corner they of the universe no. that we control 80% of. We, we are, we make all of our money because people type things and tell us about it themselves. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but it's my first Android device. So I, here's what I want to report. Um, I'm not going to switch to Android. That's my, okay. uh, my short take. Um, a lot of the same gestures as the, as the iPhone swipe up the swipe. Up. A lot of the swiping gestures are the same. Um, I get so used to the organization and like, I don't know if you can see how tiny the app icons are. Mm-hmm. There's just these, yeah. re- and, you know, maybe they can, I can customize them and make them bigger. Don't want to do it. Some people like that. Some people like it. And that's the people. Some people say that Android is better than iOS. I've never <laughs> met that person. <laughs> that was like a, was a <laughs> profound statement. <laughs> some, some, some there are people some people choose Android over iOS. Right, that's true. We may have listeners who choose Android. Over if, iOS. if so, there's an unsubscribe button in your podcast app. <laughs> it's unfollow. No, no. Stay subscribing oh, and pay us. That's fine. You can just unfollow yeah. us. Um, <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's super fast. Um, I lied. It's super slow. It's a very slow device. Um, oh. Battery lasts forever, but it's very slow. Um, yeah. Would you, do you think your experience would be better if you had a, a like a... I want to I want to say a popular phone that's that's good that's comparable. Was it the Pixel? Is the Pixel good? Is that that's, a good phone? Yeah, and there's probably some Samsung like three thousand ninety with a stick or a right. stylus or something. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> what do they call that thing. Um, yeah, it comes with a baton. Yeah, <laughs> the tablet baton. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a professional twirler. Um, title. <laughs> title. Tablet baton. Uh, no, but I mean, there's some, something to be said. I told you guys this before. I mean, phone kind of side, having a device that is dedicated for a purpose, I'm a big fan of. Um, and if you have a distributed team, which a lot of companies do now, they're working remotely. If I was, if I ever was to quit this job or change roles, I can mail this phone back and all my stuff is now at the company. It's not this random phone number that I have yeah, or that nice. someone's calling me. And then I'm like, I never have to worry about that. You decommission it, whatever. 
So I think it's a cool, a cool concept. When are you guys going to get your second phone? Uh, you know, I, I was, I was into that trying to use Android phase for a while when, when Google started making the tablets and hardware and all. Um, I never did it. What was it? The Nexus seven. You guys remember that tablet? It was like 220 bucks and Google made it. And it was a seven inch tablet that ran Android. I thought I'd buy one of those just to try to understand what Android is like. I never did it, but <laughs> I mean, I just realized I do have an Android device in this house. Oh, and it's the Google home. Nah, it's the, yeah. is that powered you, you, by Android? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it is. It's gotta okay. be all sure their stuff is. is. Yeah. Um, I, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. No, I had a Google, um, well, I actually had Google Chrome, the Chrome, um, what plugin HDMI, the Google Chrome Chromecast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Chromecast. I had one of those before I had any Apple and probably any oh, Apple really? devices. Yeah. I think it was, um, cause I was in, I was a Google ads reseller. That's why. I was a Google ads reseller and they used to give like these cool kickbacks. If you sold a bunch of Google ads, I mean, I got Starbucks gift cards and notebooks and Chromecast. Well, they're Google, they're Google. Hey, Google. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Don't say anything. Hey, Siri. Yeah. Oh, every device just turned on in my. Yeah, all their, all their <laughs> devices turned on. Uh, that is better than Siri. Yeah. Hands down. Yep. It is much better than Siri, but I'm just, you know, as soon as they, as soon as Siri gets better, we may look at, we may look at getting a uh, little, I don't even know what it's called. A home HomePod mini. mini uh, I'm home surprised I haven't got one of those. Aren't they like 60 bucks? They're not even that expensive just to try They're it out. That, yeah. Yeah. Just to try yeah. it out. I got Amanda the HomePod when it first came out or shortly after it first really? came out and it sits in our room and she listens Amanda's our, our, my Apple music listener. She has all of her playlists. In fact, she does the tell Siri to add it to her playlist when she's listening to a radio. And she has a really great playlist oh. because of that kind of a cool thing. Hmm. But, um, yeah, the home pod's supposed to be really great for the spatial audio too to hook it up to your Apple TV. So supposedly they're going to be, you're going to be able to use it with your Apple TV as well mm-hmm. yeah. like the, as speakers, which, which, I'm surprised it isn't already a thing, but that's interesting. Can uh, can I share with you guys some response to our listener um, mail last week? Yes, please. Okay, so our friend of the show, Justin, um, I posted that we, you know, share that we shared the episode and that he should take a look. And here's his response. So this is <laughs> I'm reading this off Here of LinkedIn. <laughs> he said, "I do love the podcast." Four exclamation, exclamation points. points. <laughs> Four <laughs> exclamation points. Four exclamation points. <laughs> yeah, that's legit. He says, please be sure to share with Marty and Brandon. Uh, he says, I appreciate the feedback from the three of you, and I'll definitely keep listening. So, Justin, we take our appreciation Aww. in cash. So, thank you. <laughs> yes. Or a positive rating on the show. That's fine, too. I yeah. used to have a cash.me. My, my cash.me was dollar sign Marty. Oh, yeah? That's it. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of, got a lot of random people sending me money it was cool <laughs> oh that's great yeah on the first name like that yeah i know yeah as soon as cash.me came out i went and said all right i'm getting marty you should have done like jack or jim or john or susan right yeah that's susan's anyway, probably popular name. No, those, yeah 
but you get you you signed up for your your name or you signed up for your cash.me dollar sign whatever and um i just i would reject the the payments cuz it would you know people are sending you money there you you don't know who they are you're like come on really that's interesting no i didn't you I didn't got say, it so on. that you could just potentially get cash and you gave it back what a nice guy i bet well, you if you found I, a wallet you give it back of course, what of course, because if I lost my wallet, if my wallet was stolen from me when I was 16 and working at a McDonald's, I would give it back. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I wonder if that event actually happened. It feels a little specific. Seriously, <laughs> seriously specific. So can you just give him his wallet back? Whoever's listening can to you this. Just, yeah. Just send it back. Thanks. I had like twenty four dollars in that thing. Jeez. Oh, you are. You, we're just bringing up. I feel like every episode we bring up some. Some deep, <laughs> deep cut. Um, yeah, that hurts. Well, how about it's, uh, yeah, if you, anyone else wants to write in and have the, the conversation with Justin, like we had with Justin, again, feel free to do it. By the way, how about this? For any of our listeners, if you want, you can text me a question oh. on my Android phone. <laughs> and are you ready for the number? Let's, let's do it. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's 920-786-0430. Listen to the show. Send a text. Ask a question. Share your love. We'll read it on the episode next week. I'm not, I'm not going to edit that phone number out for, for you, by the way. For it's it's going to be on there. Well, I have international calling. So for the, 20, <laughs> the 22 countries who listen to this show, you know, hit us up. Um, I don't respond to text messages, so there's that, but please do write in. I'll be wonderful. Um, how about for, uh, you guys ready for this, this, uh, freelance dance picks of the week? Yes, we are. All right. Spin the, uh, spin the circle. Who's going first? Wheel of fortune. What? And who's going first? <laughs> I don't have a great one. I went week. first yeah. last week. So uh, I've got an okay one. Go for I, it's it. It's just another app. Go okay. for it. I, I'm not sure if I've done this one yet or not. This one's called clean shot. Uh, clean shot.com. And it's capture your max screen like a pro. Like uh, a, like a pro, like a like pro. an amateur. Like I've been doing. Here's the thing. I use this probably like 75 times a day. I'm not even joking. It is, it is a shortcut. I have three, I have four shortcuts on my, my keyboard for this. Um, command shift three, command shift four and command shift five. Those are super fast, really easy. And they all do different types of screenshots. Um, they all go into a screenshot folder saved automatically. But when you copy the screenshot, it, you know, you know how screenshot uh, software works. But anyway, these guys do a really good job. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I found these guys and I pay for it and it works and it does what I need to do. Um, it has this cool feature. So like, for instance, if you wanted to capture, um, like let's say a long text message thread, you could capture the screen. It could actually scroll through the text message thread. So like I've done this for like, I've done this for projects before or, or, or like uh, conversations that we've had to kind of send it back to the client and say, Hey, this is what we talked about. And I've, you know, 
scroll through the entire. You're wrong. Well, you owe me money. You, agreed. you said so. No, <laughs> it was for legitimate things. But anyway, okay. so being able to have a long, you know, a long screenshot, you can use something like cleanshot.com or clean, they call it cleanshot X. I don't know if it's cleanshot 10 or cleanshot X, but anyway, uh, you could use that to, to, to capture um, all your text messages if you wanted to, something like that. Anyway, let's check cool. it out. It's for Mac. I love it. I use it every day. Um, one of my favorite apps. They just came out with a cloud option. So you could save your stuff to the cloud if you wanted to. Um, cleanshot.com. Check it out. Okay. That's cool. That's a nice. I, I honestly think screenshots are probably, they need some love. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I use that better. Or um, yeah, better touch tool for that. And I, I like it. But I, I don't, I use it a handful of times a day. Maybe, you know, a dozen times a week. So, but if you're using it, my only thing is I wish day, they would come out. I wish they would come out with some kind of like browser extension so I can take screenshots of, of websites a little bit better. Um, just so that way everything's all in one place. I have this other, other app that I use for that, but I just feel like if I had everything together, Hey, clean shot, if you're listening, um, feature enhancement browser extension. Yeah. Browser one guaranteed so user. Please. I can keep all that stuff together. Thanks. Do you pay for it? Is it free or is it? Oh no, I bought it. It's okay. I own it. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what the. <laughs> Let's see. What is it? I don't. I don't know if I paid this much, but yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's see. I probably paid the twenty nine dollar one time payment. I think that's what I paid. I'm not paying for the eight dollar annual or the eight dollar per user per month Ugh. plus Cloud Pro. That's that's a little excessive. I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have it as soon as I take the screenshot, it goes into a folder that's already synced with with Dropbox. So, I mean, there. If I need to share it, I, I can share it from there. But anyway. Okay. Well, good pick. Thanks. NTL, nonetheless, is that a, is that a thing? NTL. It's like a cool Never, like a. You just coined it, it. Nevertheless, or nonetheless. N- nonetheless. Like NTL, nevertheless, nevertheless <laughs> is one word. Yeah, it is. But I feel like nevertheless is like you have, you're going to say something else after that. Nevertheless, other words, but you know, nonetheless, I feel like that's a, and anyway, NTL, <laughs> that's a new thing. Hashtag NTL. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon, what do you got? All right. It's a very happy time of the year. In the Watts household. Uh, I'm, for some reason, I'm like one of the only people I know that actually follows the NBA. So I got a lot of friends that love the NFL. Um, I don't really think I have anyone that really follows baseball. But anyways, Hockey. I love basketball. Oh, come on, Marty. You, 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 you're a football guy through and through. You know that. I follow baseball. Yanks had eight home runs. Uh, how many <laughs> home runs do they have? Five home runs. Oh, okay. Last night okay. against the Twins. Okay. I, I'm corrected live on air. You're right. Okay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm speaking specifically about basketball, which I've tried to get some other people to pay attention to. It sounds like Marty's been watching some of the games lately. That's great. Uh, anyways, I, I, for let's, any sport. Let's go Nets. Uh, let's go Nets. Nope. Nope. I, I am a huge <laughs> playoff finals type guy for any sport. Like I will watch the world series. I'll watch all the playoffs for everything. I like it when it counts. Basketball is the one thing where I'll watch it season long on and off. 
but there are a lot of games and I just want to start caring when it matters. But anyways, NBA playoffs are going on right now. They've been amazing. The series are incredible. You talk about high scoring games. I mean, it, it's just been incredible. It's it's really good. I'm, I'm hoping that the finals will be Phoenix Suns and the 76ers, maybe the Hawks, just because I used to live in Georgia. But I, I'm pulling for Phoenix and Philly to be in the finals. But yeah, there's been like two games on every night. I'm just in my element. I've been watching all of them. The matches are incredible. So yeah, the thing I like if I'm it's not tech related or anything. It's just been me watching NBA each Philly, evening. Well, Philly won last night, didn't they? Uh, yes. In, yeah. MB MB MB. Yeah. Is, is that saw him in New York City last time I was in New York? I was walking down the street and he was oh. checking into his hotel. Like, dude is tall. Man, that dude's tall. Mm-hmm. That's coming from someone who's six five. Like he made me look like a shrimp. Like it was incredible how tall that guy was. But anyways, yeah, I love playoff basketball. Know, Brandon, Brandon Watts is six five. Verified. So. Verified. Blue check, mark check mark on Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there needs to be a height check mark. Where where do I get that? But watch yeah. basketball, people. This the games have been amazing. So that's what is I'm. Is there doing. a game on tonight? Is there a game? Did you oh, say of that? Course. I may have missed it. There's two that's, on tonight. What? Yeah, that's a playing tonight. Right? Yeah, Nets and yeah, let's see if Milwaukee can win a game and not lose by 50. So that'll be interesting. And then uh, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley. What's up? Does oh. he own them? No, he said he thought he thought uh, the, the Milwaukee would win this win the series. Yeah. And, and secondary Tyler. pick, by the way, inside the NBA. I love that show. Those guys. Yeah. I watch the analysis after every game. It's just it's just great. It's my thing. I love it. T- That's what I'm doing. TNT, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'll be watching tonight. I, I well, love that when you when you turn that show on, they're they're so spaced apart. Oh, I know. <laughs> they still got the dividers. Plus the, like glass. the desk, the desk is two miles long. I mean, come on, <laughs> Shaq and Shaq and Barkley are yelling at each other. It's great. It's like it's a great. You guys show. can barely see each other. What do you? <laughs> I I feel like I thought That's I was a show. sporty person, but you guys are out sporting me like for reals. And this is oh wait till football season starts, bro. Yeah, that's Marty's okay. thing. They'll be on it. All right. Well, summer Olympics are coming, so that is my jam. <laughs> so you just look out every four years. All every right. four years. Um. All right. My, Thank you. Good night. My my pick. <laughs> I want that. I want to see uh, Simone Biles do like a triple double whatever thing. Like that's incredible. Um. Also javelin. Just throwing a giant spear. I mean, how fun is that? Anyway, um, my pick of the week is actually a double pick because I've mentioned it before product hunt, or maybe one of you mentioned it before, but I found this service and I'm now a paying customer of this service from product hunt called warmbox.ai. Okay. Right. Gross. Marty, Marty's reaction was, this is disgusting. <laughs> was, I'm not saying that was my this. response too. <laughs> so why is um, it you, warm? You wouldn't need this unless you were doing sales or cold emails. Oh, uh, warm leads. You're getting the warm box. Here okay. we go. Here we so, go. So, so this is a service that actually takes it connects to your mailbox, and it on your behalf sends a message to its server, likes it, favorites it, and then sends a reply back to your inbox. And it does this slowly at first, up to forty or fifty a day. It'll send out to its various things. So here's the deal: it's improving the score of your email. So let's say. You bought a massive list, sent a list out from your email through MailChimp, and you got flagged as a spam provider. Yikes. 
Every that time. hurts. Now I flagged. I, I was. It was me. I did it. You're flagging every <laughs> email. Spam. Spam. Oh, yeah. Spam. Spam. You have like a Zapier integration that just flags all mail spam. That's great. <laughs> Makes 100 sense. Why you've never replied to anything Brandon or I have sent you. So that's cool. He's like, guys, never just use it. Discord. Just use Discord. I'm like, no email. Okay. Never um, got it. But it's it. So I'm trying it to see. But that's the problem. People that are interested in the product, they're reaching out to us. And then my email is going to their spam and they're never getting a re- response. So this is a service that I'm hoping is going to improve their reliability. This is for a client, not for me personally, but if you are in a sales role and are struggling to have your emails reach people, not just like your subject is terrible and you're like, I really want you to spend money with me. No one's opening that email. Um, but if you have a legitimate service or product, I'm interested in this, this, uh, the service. So we'll see. I'm sure, I'm sure you have your DNS set up correctly with all your. Yep. All different, different yep. cert or, or different. Um, so if you call it, if we go to mail tester now, like mail dash yeah. tester, um, it's 10 out of uh-huh. 10. Okay, good. But it yeah. wasn't like that. It was five out of 10 because of some old IP address stuff that was tied to a previous uh, provider. And this is the thing, folks, I don't think you realize if you're running a business and you switch domains or you switch websites, you, another company does your stuff, you can really quickly go down a, a rough technical trail of problems for your business. So it pays to have somebody who knows what they're doing. Take a look at your stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, preach to the choir, Marty. Just, I, got, I, got a, I got a choir. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. <laughs> Anyway, that's my pick. Another software. Well, I'll let you know in a couple of months to see if anybody is opening my emails. Until then. Marty still won't. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Marty still won't. I'm snail mailing you. I'm snail mailing you, jokers. Uh, I did see an article that talked about direct mail. Saw six, 600,000 new pieces of mail this past month. Ugh. It's coming. I told you it was coming. I got, I got an email. I mean, I got a, a piece of a, a, a postcard from an AC company. It was black and white on both sides. Classy. Um, the first, the, the front side was just my, you know, address and their logo. The other side, it was a random message. I mean, first of all, it's like in the size of an index card. Okay. And the other side, it looked like it was printed with a what are those old printers called the the ones dot with the matrix dot matrix okay it looked <laughs> it was all caps the message was in all caps was it urgent it was like three it paragraphs <laughs> uh oh you know what you know what was funny it was said on the outside it said do not dis- discard important do not dis- mm. discard i hate that it's amazing though you didn't discard it right away you took a real good look at it well I it was for a point because I was like, Melissa, look at this. Okay. <laughs> it was an ironic what, view. That's not how, an okay how, view. Okay. How is this? How, how, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know what's going through these marketing people's minds when they say, yes, that's the, that's it. That's the one. That's the card we need to send out. That's the one that's going to make us, like, that's going to put us in the, in the black this, this month. Okay. Can I tell you how that went down? Ready? Someone okay. calls a company and says, you guys need, need more business. Oh, we are dying over here. Great. I'll help you out. We have a real uh, sweet deal for you. Trust yeah. me. I've done this for okay. thousands of other companies. 
Okay. They don't even look at it. Here's cash. They're not even looking at it. Customers will come pouring in. I'm a marketer. I ruin everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't tell on your profession like that. (laughs) But it's like dot matrix print. All caps. They probably got cheaper. They couldn't afford the ink for a real printer. So they said, I got this thing in the corner. Can I go get it and show you guys? (laughs) Yeah, please. Do it. We got time. Okay. If I, if she hasn't thrown it away yet, hold on. That is the test. The, the real test. It is funny. I'm seeing more of that too. Like 90% of my mail is the same kind of garbage, but uh, I just love the handwriting font they use now that makes it look like it was personally written. Like all those little stupid tricks that must work on certain people. You know, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, and then I learned and then realized this is just a tactic and I don't see it anymore. All right. He's got it. Listeners, we have incoming direct mail to discuss here. Incoming direct mail. Important notice. Let me make sure I, I can't. Do, do not I discard. Myself, I have myself you off. Hold on. No, we could see it. It was good. Okay. Yeah. Important notice. Do not discard. All right. And then well, look at the back. Look at this back. Ooh. Like. That's bad. What in the world? Because you know what? Nothing says official like dot matrix. So is that asking you for a safety inspection? It's time. I thought yeah, I read that. Yeah. It's time for a safety inspection. Okay. Does that make it seem more important? Do you know that- how many people that are probably 55, 60 or older that fall for that? Like, oh, my, it is the people who installed my AC are, are sending me this message and I should do it or something. It, safety inspection. The, the, it's a, I, I had a relative, um, see that send, makes me sick. send somebody, 50 bucks an Amazon gift card because the person asked for them over the phone and they bought it and sent it to him. And then after the fact, we're like, should I have done that? Like, "Mm, no, you shouldn't have. But I'm telling you, this sort of stuff happens all the time. There's some really shady people out there. So folks read your direct mail. If it says Uh, do not discard, throw it away as fast as you can. It says important notice. Do not discard. Uh, This is from one hour air conditioning and heating always on time or you don't pay from Niceville, Florida. Jerks. Is that a town? Niceville? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think oh, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. I legitimize my business. I'm getting an address in Niceville. <laughs> Trust me. It's All like right. Happy Town, USA. You know? Happy Town, right? <laughs> right? Um, all right. Any, any closing thoughts, gents? Any final words? Love you. Love this. Thank you for listening. All right. Can't talk. Well, that. thank you. Okay. <laughs> I actually had a really awesome audio clip of a crowd going, ah, but I couldn't get it to work. So Marty, could you do, do you have something do like I that? Have that? Let's see. Um, the, the only one I have is this one. Oh, we can and, barely hear it. We can't yeah. hear it. Yeah, yeah. you could. I've, I've got, I've got this one. Uh, yeah. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> That's close <laughs> enough. That's that close it. enough. That was it. Uh, no, I, I think I have an awe somewhere. Let's see. Do I have an awe? Oh. Uh, let's see. Ba-da-ching, ta-da. Batman transition. Nope, I don't have one. Okay. Well, Sorry. in that case, imagine we that have, Marty says, love you all. And then you heard this a crowd going, ah. So thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> It's been episode 
number something. We've been doing this a long time. 26. 26. But, but seriously, we're in 22 countries. That's like, that's for real. Um, if you're one of those countries, send us a text. We'd love it. Uh, if you want to be part of our conversation, hit us up on Twitter at underscore freelance dance or at Insta, the freelance dance or the freelance Thank you for listening. This has been the freelance dance. See ya. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the freelance dance. If you found this episode helpful, we'd love it. If you would leave us a review, have an idea for a show or a question, Go to thefreelancedance.com or hit us up on Twitter at underscore freelance dance. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Until next time.